I V M. Are you the type of person that reads a lot of your books online? Maybe you're a fan fiction writer and you have a lot of fans for your work. Well, today we're going to talk about the community of readers and writers on the internet and how smartphones have made this community bigger, more inclusive and more accessible. There has been an influx of new internet users in the past 5 years and it's pretty great how smartphones and the internet have democratized content creation and consumption. This not only provides a voice but also economic gains to India's next half billion. The next half billion or the NHB are the core of this podcast. They represent the second big wave of internet users in India, hence the term next. We define them as the cohort of 500 million first-time internet users that have come online via their mobile phones in the 5 years from 2018 to 2022. From a demographic standpoint, They are mainly from the bottom 60% of India's income distribution. They are owners of small businesses like beauty salons and kirana shops and also blue collar workers, domestic workers, security guards etc. They are building a greater comfort with tech and represent the hustle and ambition of an aspiring India. My name is Nivedita, I am a comedian and writer. And I am Utsav, also unsurprisingly an ex-engineer, market researcher, traveler and podcaster. And you're listening to Smartphone Nation, how the next half billion are shaping the future online. In today's episode, we tell you how smartphones have built a reading and writing habit in Indians. You know, I grew up in a small town of Anand, Gujarat in the 90s, where I had access to the only library in town. And for a Hardy Boys or a Harry Potter fan, one had to wait weeks to borrow it. All the bookstores only had academic books. You see I had older siblings so I was born with access to all kinds of books growing up Archie Stinkle Amrita Katha all of it but when I was 11 I moved to Coimbatore where our closest library was in another neighborhood and I could not access it so I wasn't allowed to travel by myself and I had to rely on my school library for books but see outside the school library the only way I could get books was from AH Wheeler stalls at railway stations mostly comics It was a time when your worldview was restricted by geography. Until cable television arrived, books and magazines were the only window to the outside world. But all that changed in the mid 2000s, didn't it? When we already had the internet and internet cafes. I remember I'd go with my sister while she did whatever work she had from college, and that's when we stumbled upon Harry Potter fan fiction. Some fans were writing them, and the rest were reading them. The internet gave us a space to express ourselves in a way that was kind of relatable, I guess. This is the story of how a reading starved country embraced digital platforms to enable unbound creation and consumption of content. In this modern world of TikTok, Reels and YouTube, is there a massive hunger for reading and writing stories in Indian languages? I'm going to let Siddharth Nautyal, an entrepreneur and angel investor who has invested in the online reading and writing space, answer this question. As it turns out, reading and writing is really a habit that uh, quite a few people in India have. Now no objective third party data would show you that because the Indian publishing market was a few hundred crores best sellers in India would be in English which is the only reported market Hindi and other Indian languages aren't really very reported very well an English best seller is something that sells a few tens of thousands of copies right so that makes us feel that reading and writing is a dead or dying habit but really under that uh, veneer of a small market there is a lot more happening So when Ranjit came to us, the founder of Patilipi came to us and told us, "This is my story. This is my vision. I want to create a nation of people who read, write, and that is just the first step. 
once you read and write and you tell stories the stories can be told in multiple different ways in multiple different uh, on multiple different platforms like this one that we're speaking on uh, that was a vision that was compelling for us because the market seemed unaddressed it was an excellent first step in getting a very underserved segment of the indian population half the indian population online and then once we did that good things would follow and as it turns out the script has been on those lines and full credit to ranjit and his team internationally i've heard of wattpad and how it has given a platform for people who write as a hobby the potential to make it a career and i'm glad literature platforms like pratilipi are providing a space for a new generation of indian writers and readers to explore their talents one such person is jitesh donga he's a young man born in a small village in the amreli district of gujarat a writer by passion he found his first success by curating a confessions page which gathered 70000 likes on facebook but as a writer he could not find and form communities that wanted to read fiction in gujarati all this changed with the advent of wordpress and blogspot and everybody had a blog what started off as writing in english soon gave space to an intimate writing experience one in their mother tongues one in indian languages indians took to the platforms and kick started a journey Here's Jitesh sharing his views on how the content landscape in Indian languages is changing. Indians are mostly speaking to each other in Indian languages. The thing they read are also in the Indian languages. They clearly don't consume English as much. The internet has also understood this and because internet has the data, now internet knows that India in next 10 years is going to be very very different. Right? And I've been seeing these things in youngsters as well as I think in our WhatsApp group as well that people are switching into Gujarati from English. My entire feed right now is filled with Gujarati instead of English. And this is the behavior which is going across all the family groups in the WhatsApp. I think everywhere across social media people are using Gujarati instead of English. This was not the scenario earlier. Like only since 2012, 13, 14 we can see this scenario where only if you write in English you look smart. language is going obsolete right now which is really good this doesn't mean that english doesn't work here this means that if you have a really nice expression in gujarati put it in your facebook or write it on your pratilipi even write it on whatsapp if that is really nice expression people will really read your work and now we can see this behavior growing really well no surprises there in fact did you know that the books market in india is the sixth largest in the world India's print book market including imports stands at 3.9 billion dollars or 26000 crore rupees 26000 crores you know how much it took to make the blockbuster movie RRR utsav how much 550 crores so that's basically 47 RRRs wow i've never really heard of that film I mean listen it just won an Oscar are you kidding anyway Oh it's that one it's that one okay 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 Yeah it, it's all right if you think about it it's easy for India to become market leaders simply due to our population for example with the digital revolution came the popularity of ebooks and then apparently Kindle saw a growth of 200% in 2016 the highest among their biggest markets According to a report by Ernst and Young in 2019, 95% of Indian publishing is academic books. Every other book is in the leftover 5%, of which children's books account for 20%, non-fiction accounts for 65%, and fiction only 15%. 
So out of these, you can imagine how minuscule non-English books are in Indian fiction publishing. Wait, so let me get this right. So fiction amounts to only 0.75% of the entire publishing pie? Non-English fiction industry would be a rounding error. Yeah, that's why people had to find new ways to go about it. Listen to Ranjit Pratap Singh, the co-founder and CEO of Pratilipi, tell us his story. So in the early days when I was a child, I would read a lot of comics. So I started by reading Champa, Balhans, Nanni Samrat. Then I started reading a lot of Billu, Pinky, Chacha Chaudhary, Sabu. Then I started reading Nagraj, Supercondo Dhruv. I had started doing deals with shopkeepers that I did not have that much money coming from a lower middle class family. So I would start doing deals with these shopkeepers that I will look after your shop for an hour or two while you basically roam around. And in return, while I'm looking around your shop, I'll also read whatever I want for free. And I think like this is something that I would have done from class 6, 7 to class 11, 12. Ranjit grew up in Rai Bareilly. But this is a common experience for people from smaller towns. You simply don't have the access to books. And even if you did, you couldn't afford to buy them. And Ranjit asks an important question. What if we remove those commitments? What if instead of focusing on just long-form content, what if we can do short-form content? And instead of selling it at 200 rupees, we can sell it for zero. His idea is to bypass this system. It's about numbers here. Once you've read 100 stories online, maybe you'll pay for the 101st. And the creator can make a little money that way. One of the ways that Pratilipi is able to pay its writers is by introducing a subscriptions model. But does that work in India? I'll let Siddharth Nautyal explain this. Even if people pay, I think we should assume that people will pay a lot less for services in India than they pay in many other markets across the world. So which means that the business imperatives that will drive Indian organizations will have to be different. It will mean that you cannot have a very marketing-driven approach, get a bunch of customers, pay a lot on marketing, get customers on board, and then hope some of the pay, of them pay enough to be able to give you return on your marketing dollars. And that's not the way India will work for most of the Indian population. There is certainly a sliver of the population this will work for. Now, that sliver, as it turns out, is so overserved that this, this math might not work for that sliver as well. But for the rest of India, the math certainly will not work, right? So the one of the defining features of any model like this that serves what we call the next half billion, the low middle income Indian, has to be growth which is organic. A product that is so sticky that people come on board and use it without the need for spending money because the product drives drives its own demand. So that's one thing that uh, Pratilipi has done in droves. So their spend on marketing is next to nothing. Their tens of millions of users come on board because of word of mouth. They have tremendous stickiness on the product. We've seen engagement levels that are frankly unheard of. The average DAU spends more than an hour every day on Pratilipi. And that is a number which we haven't really heard of. And if you looked at the DAU for paid users, that number is touching two and a half to three hours. I mean, these numbers are are very, very eye-poppingly large. And what that means is that there is is tremendous love for that product. And the the first prerequisite really to have a user pay for a product Two, one is your business model has to work on the user paying little. And second, the user has to be so, so in love with your product that they will pay even that little it is that it takes for your business to go, right? I mean, in Pratilipi, we've seen both of those. For the longest time, we weren't sure how social networks or media networks like Pratilipi would be monetized. Uh, for the longest time, it seemed advertising was the only way to go. As it turns out, advertising is not the way to go. Frankly, advertising is probably the least important monetization metric for for 
Pratilipi right now. It's about how many users can we convert to paid. And already the company has more than 10% of its DAUs who are paid users. This number would have been unthinkable sometime, but, but some things have changed. One is slowly but surely paying propensity for the right product and service has gone up. People would always pay for getting a newspaper or getting a, your uh, paperback in Hindi or Telugu or Tamil. People wouldn't pay for that online. The propensity to pay for that online has gone up. What's also happened along the way is that the ease of payment online has gone up. Small payments online used to be a very friction-filled environment. That friction with UPI autopay has become a lot less. Right? So what that means is that as people love a product, as they feel comfortable paying online and feel safe paying online, and it becomes easy for people to pay online, we have seen subscriptions go through the roof. I think the company already has touching 100,000 paid users. And that number will only increase. We only started monetizing a few, few months back. It's not just Pratilipi. We've seen that in the broader ecosystem as well. And I think that change has happened. So the small tickets that we all hoped would happen, the small ticket sizes are happening because of willingness, propensity, and uh, ease. Uh, the prerequisite, like I discussed, is a product that people really, really love and a model that works on small payments, not large payments. Before people got paid to write online, people used to pay to get their work read. That's how self-publishing worked. Let's talk about that after a short break. Welcome back. Let's talk a little bit about self-publishing. The self-publishing industry in India is rather new, unlike the West. Apparently, authors like Charles Dickens and Virginia Woolf self-published their books. But we don't have any examples like that here in the Indian subcontinent until very recently. Authors like Amish Tripathi, who wrote the bestseller Immortals of Meluha, had to invest in his book because of how many times it had been rejected by traditional publishers. He finally convinced a literary agent to print his book, but he invested in the marketing and distribution himself. In 2015, Savi Sharma's book, Everyone Has a Story, became a sensation, making her the youngest female self-published author in India. Amish Tripathi and Savi Sharma self-published their books in print form. Platforms like Wattpad and Pratilipi offer you a space to write stories and share them with your readers for free. Self-publishing may not guarantee you a paycheck immediately, but it still gives you a platform to take a chance on yourself. However, there are several international examples of how Wattpad stories got so popular that they became best-selling novels and then went on to become feature films. East Asia has a culture of webtoons that get made into TV shows or movies. Several popular South Korean dramas like All of Us Are Dead and True Beauty were based on popular webtoons. It's only a matter of time before something like that happens here. And we are seeing it happen, although on a smaller scale. Anku is a writer on Pratilipi and she comes from Hamirpur, Himachal Pradesh. She says it was hard to read fiction because although everyone in the village loved reading, they were mostly academic books. So when she saw the Harry Potter movies, she was really keen to read the books, but she couldn't get them anywhere. In her journey of looking for books to read is where she stumbled upon Pratilipi. She was inspired by the books she read there and started writing her own. Anku tells us how she profited off of writing online. And with that, in 2020, I started earning a little bit from Pratilipi. I acquired the audio rights for some of my stories. Then Pratilipi's premium and subscription features came up last year. So then the greed started growing and now I didn't feel like finding a job. I was just very happy sitting right there in my room and I could just keep writing my stories. 
Another feature of writing online that makes it more fun is the ability to interact with readers in real time. Listen to Anku tell us how she communicates with her readers. So while I reply to serious and thoughtful comments when I can, I think the best thing I've been able to do to engage my readers is writing letters. At the end of each of my stories, I would write a letter to the readers and pose that as a chapter. I use this space to answer any reader questions which haven't yet been answered. So I share my thoughts on active discussions. They have questions about my stories, plot and characters and just a lot of other things. Today, Pratilipi is a platform for storytelling across mediums. From online short stories to serialized novels, from audiobooks to podcasts, they even have comics and paper books. With close to 20 million active readers in June 2022, Pratilipi leads the country in user-generated content in literature. And fun fact, average time spent by users on Pratilipi is now more than Facebook. The average user spends 70 minutes per day, which is probably higher than almost any product in India. A point of disclosure here, IVM Podcast, which is producing this podcast, has been a part of Pratilipi since 2020. So we can guarantee that writers at Pratilipi are making some money and are very happy about it. They send us photos of things they bought for their families because of the income they generated from their stories. It's pretty nice. But Pratilipi is not an isolated example. Amazon Kindle operates in six Indian languages, Wattpad in four, as well as Juggernaut in English, MyLang in Canada, along with many others who are bringing stories online with different business models and different levels of accessibility. All of these have been launched within the last 10 years. This is a paradigm shift for the Indian publishing ecosystem. Traditionally, the Indian publishing industry has had a set of gatekeepers, publishing houses, editors, and literary agents. But most of them are located in metropolitan India. This geographic barrier is worsened by a barrier of networks. For someone like Jitesh, it's almost impossible to connect and pitch their writing to these gatekeepers. Unlike the West, there are no directories of key contacts for someone to use or even reach out to. Even if these gatekeepers become accessible, they are few and far in between. We have around 10 to 15 literary agents and a clutch of independent editors, which is inadequate for an industry that produces 82,000 titles each year, about 225 per day. Also, most of the independent editors and literary agents are skewed towards English language publishing, and the ecosystem is almost non-existent for Indian languages. All these factors compound to make it nearly impossible for a smaller town writer to get published. And the self-publishing industry changes that. Platforms like Pratilipi and Wattpad remove these gatekeepers. The entire equation is now simplified. Writers publish, readers discover, and read. The audience is primarily built on the quality of the work one produces, not from knowing the right people. And this has given wings to writers in Indian languages. Shaina Srinivas Shetty, a Kannada author who grew up in Kundapura on the southern coast of Karnataka, shares her experience of what writing online has meant to her. So I published a poem called Humanity is the World's Light on Pratilipi. Now the first comment on that was from my own husband. But afterwards, I could not help myself during the day. Every day, I would log into my profile and check if anyone has commented. But then honestly, at an unexpected level, people showed their love for what I had written Even present-day editors, people started praising my work. Now receiving this praise and recognition was really a big turning point in my life. As of August 2022, Shaina's stories have collectively been read over 900,000 times 
and her stories are followed by over 7200 readers on Pratilipi something unimaginable in the traditional ecosystem but for the online writer the large set of active readers isn't about the recognition alone jitesh says that now after publishing three full books he earns roughly 2 lakhs a year that includes rights being sold for audio and film adaptations over and above royalties he remembers a chance encounter with the late and respected bengali author mahashweta devi he asks her about writing in english or in other indian languages with concerns of prestige income and an audience and the answer has stayed with him since back story so i went to jaipur literature festival in 2015 16 just to onboard some writers for uh, pratilipi and over there in the audience i was sitting and mahashweta devi a very famous bengali writer she was giving speech over there in the last question and answers i asked mahashweta devi that i am a gujarati author and i see looking at all the chetan bhagat and all the top english author and i see they are completely relying on their income on english writing and i feel hopeless when i am writing in gujarati right shall i switch to english i asked her and she said that only one sentence answer ki write in the language in which you dream the nation of a billion dreamers has a billion stories to tell and now thanks to the smartphone these stories are being told in languages most intimate to indians languages they dream in thank you for tuning into smartphone nation i am utsav and i am nivedita this was smartphone nation tune in next week for another story on how the next half billion are shaping their future online if you like our show please subscribe to the smartphone nation youtube channel don't forget to rate and review us on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts share this episode with your friends as it helps the show reach more people You can listen and subscribe to Smartphone Nation on the IVM Podcasts app or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is also available in Hindi and Tamil. A special thanks to Omidyar Network India for making this season possible. To know how ONI is partnering with bold and purpose-driven entrepreneurs who are working to improve the lives of India's next half billion, visit omidyarnetwork.in. Tell us what you think of the show. You can find our hosts on Twitter and Instagram. Utsav can be found on the Instagram ID at yvetravel42. You can reach out to Nivedita on Instagram at niv.prakasam. You can follow IVM on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at the ID at IVM Podcasts.